Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Institute Insider Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Maria, and on this channel, we cover all things beauty school. We represent the Institute of Beauty and Wellness in Milwaukee, as well as the Aveda Institute Madison in Madison, Wisconsin. On this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking to recent barbering alumni, Christopher Taylor, also known as Twist the Barber. We get to talk to him about his program, how he likes working with guests now that he has a job behind the chair, and how it really was going to college and beauty school at the same time. That just means that he is a very hard worker and definitely deserves some clout for that. I'm excited for you guys to hear from him. He's a very inspirational person. Without further ado, let's get it started. How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, I've been inside pretty much all day, but just enjoying my day off. Uh, other than that, everything is going pretty well. Twist, as you know, this is the Institute Insider, so we want to dive into kind of how life is for you at the Institute, how barbering as a program was, and just kind of get to know you a little bit better. So I'm excited to have this conversation. We're going to start from the beginning. So I want to know what got you interested in the barbering industry? What really got me interested was uh, the fact that when I was in traditional college, I had to drive or make a far drive just to get a haircut. And with that, I was spending money on gas and the different ways I was traveling from school back home. So initially I just thought, why not just start cutting my own hair, you know? And from that, it led to me cutting uh, my peers' hair and and then people I didn't know at the time. So from just cutting my own hair, just branched out to different avenues of people, you know, all over the city uh, where I'm from and where I went to college, which was UW Oshkosh. So, um, you know, after that, a couple of years, um, I decided that it was time for me to, you know, go to barber school and get my license and do everything the right way. For sure. And then when did you know kind of that you wanted to pursue it, especially coming from a college environment? What was that balance going to be like? Uh, well, I kind of figured it out probably a year and a half ago because it was just everything just started coming to me so easy. The the craft, I really enjoyed it. People were just gravitating towards my work. So, you know, I felt I felt happy making other people happy and feel good. So. About a year and a half ago, clicked and came together, and I really just put my mind to it that this is something that I want to do. Definitely. Was there like a person or a specific barber shop that inspired you? My brother actually. He just oh, really? you know, told me to yeah. He just told me to go for it, and, you know, take that leap, take that chance, and if I liked it, you know, pursue it the right way, and and that's what I did. And ultimately, it's been one of the best things that I've done so far in my life. Well, that's so good to hear. Yeah, that push he gave me, you know, led to a lot of different good things for me so far. I think that's like the best thing that family's for is definitely like pushing in the right direction. That's good. That's awesome that. that you found that from them. Yeah, you definitely need that support system. So you got the idea that you wanted to go to barbering school. What made you choose the Institute of Beauty and Wellness? Well, I did some research on a, a few different schools in the Milwaukee area. Some schools had a wait list, and I wasn't really trying to wait that long. Came across Aveda, didn't really know anything about it, but you know, after doing my research online and contacting a couple people within 
uh, the school itself ended up setting up, you know, a, a viewing of the school and all that stuff um, with admissions. And I just liked everything I, I seen and, you know, heard from everybody there. And it was very welcoming. That was something that uh, brought me in as well. That's so good to hear. So wait, did you not know of the Aveda brand before you went to an Aveda Institute? No, I didn't know of anything until I looked up, like I literally just searched on Google, like barbering schools in Milwaukee. That's so cool though. That's exciting that you kind of had that opportunity to really like experience Aveda for the first time. What's your favorite like Aveda product? Uh, my go-to, man, that's a hard question, but uh, uh, I would probably say the liquid pomade. For sure, for sure. What was the admissions process like for you? What class did you end up enrolling in? Did you choose, you know, three-day, evening, full-time? What worked best for you? Uh, The three-day ultimately worked best for me um, because it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And so, you know, with that, I was still having to work a job and uh, trying to maintain that and school as well. I was able to work, you know, Sunday through Wednesday and then go to school from, you know, 8.30 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon on those three days. So, you know, if I if I would have chose, you know, going to school every day for a whole week, it would have cut into my time to, you know, make money from work. So, yeah, the three-day was the best option for me at that point. Yeah, definitely. I hear so many good things about the three-day program for that reason. Like, just so people can have the flexibility to still work, still do the other things that they already had in their day. So that's so cool that that's the program. And when did you start? Because you graduated when we were kind of within distance learning. But when did you actually start your program? Uh, Started March 28th of 2019. Dang, so like well over a year ago. Yeah, I sacrificed my weekends for a whole year, but it was well worth it. Oh my God, yeah. So before beginning your program, what were you most excited for and what were you nervous about? Well, I was, ex- I was really excited about just the hands-on portion of, uh, of school, actually being able to cut someone's hair in a barber chair with a mirror in front of me and, and all that stuff. But uh, my biggest fear probably going to school was uh, learning how to use shears. <laughs> and I didn't even know that <laughs> shears were called shears until I got there. Fancy scissors, you know. exactly. What part of the program was kind of your favorite? Uh, The shears. I mean, I never really had to use shears, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cutting friends or anything just because of the the texture of the hair. So that was just something I had to end up learning over time, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So so I I wouldn't say they were intimidating. It was just, you know, something new that I just had no idea about that I've seen but never actually got to put it to use. And then you said my favorite? Yeah, well, it was kind of your favorite aspect of learning, just even the art of barbering. With school, I would say my favorite part of learning about barbering was, like, everything that you don't see. So, like, all the the behind-the-scenes stuff, which I would call, like, the chemistry of it. When I enrolled in school, I didn't think that I would be learning formulas again and and, you know, different types of infections that somebody could have, or it's just a lot of stuff that goes into it that people don't even think about. Right, absolutely. Just the math that goes into the cutting, and it's so much more than just, like, I think this looks good, you right. know? That's insane. That's cool that you like kind of the background of it. 
some people are surprised at how small our classes are, but do you see any benefit to having a small class size? Oh yeah, I would I would absolutely rather have a small class size because then each individual gets to have that one-on-one time with the instructor, you know, if they need help with something or I don't know, just need more information on something. And then I think it, it helps the students as well because, you know, we get to learn each other more instead of having, you know, a lot of people around. We get that one-on-one time with each other or whatever it may be. So I, Definitely. Think, so. I think it works. Did that make you close to your peers as well? Like, do you still talk to your classmates? Yeah, we definitely became close over that uh, year period. We still talk to this day, you know, from day one to to now, you know, we still check up on each other and, and things like that. So that was really cool about having, you know, fewer people than most in my class. So who was your instructor or who taught you for like most of your time? Uh. I would have to say, well, we had a few. <laughs> the main ones, we started off with Amy. She was great, a very good instructor. Uh, I give her all the credit in the world. We had Michelle. Michelle was also great. She uh, definitely prepared us the right way to take our state board exams. So I appreciate her for that. And she, with, with this stuff going on, she offered us uh, help. Like, we can come in and get extra help before we actually take the test and start, you know, beginning to reopen everything. So, yeah, kudos to her for that. Parletta was a big one. Even though she, she just moved to Las Vegas, she helped a lot. We had her for the majority of the end. So probably, like, the last three, four months of our program, we had her. Then I would say to end it out on the floor, Miss Catherine was probably the biggest help out on the floor. In all honesty, so shout out to her as well. She's such an OG. She's so good at what she does. That's really cool, though, that you got to spend time with, like, a lot of instructors. What do you like about attending school in Milwaukee? Uh, I think Milwaukee is a great place for the school, especially the third ward where it's in. Just, like, everything that's surrounding it, you know, us as students, we get to go to these different places for lunches and meet different people especially with the market being, you know, pretty much right across the street. I can remember a time where uh, when the Bucks were in the playoffs and me and a couple other classmates got interviewed by a newscaster. So, you know, being in that area, what? you never know what you can get. Yeah. That's wild. It's super, it's just like a hip, posh, cool area. Like, so I could see that stuff happening there. So that's, right. that's awesome. And I do, I also love the market. It's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. What do you feel about like the barbering community specifically in Milwaukee? Do you want to stay in this area? Uh, honestly, um, I don't mind starting off here in Milwaukee. I probably will look to branch out to uh, mm-hmm. maybe another state over time. But I do want to, uh, you know, create a foundation here first and then let that lead me towards, you know, other parts of the world. I think the barber community in Milwaukee, this is at a good spot right now. Milwaukee barbers are all linked in a way, being on social media and being kind of an influencer to, to other barbers and having other barbers do the same to me. Um, it just all works out right now. But yeah, Mo- Milwaukee is a great place, great place for barbering. Yeah, there are definitely benefits to like a tight-knit community. You kind of said that you wanted to go out of state, that you weren't sure where that journey was going to lead you. What do you see 
your ideal work situation as you know do you see yourself owning a shop like renting a chair freelancing for like rich and famous well yeah I actually already have a position at a shop right now um, renting a chair at Fresh Look B&B over on 76 and Fond du Lac on the north side of Milwaukee you know if a celebrity ever was to call me up and wanted me to cut their hair I will hop on a plane as soon as possible you know I feel like you can't you can't pass those type of opportunities up. You know, if the respect is there, if the numbers are right, you know, it's going your way. You cannot pass that up at all. I do want to own a shop in the future. That is one of my goals, one of my short-term goals. Actually, I'm not even going to call it a long-term goal because I feel like, you know, my time is coming in a few years. So um, it's definitely one of my goals there. And then have other people, you know, renting out chairs at my shop. So how has the transition been from being a Barbrain student to actually being like a technical employee and actually working behind the chair? Um, I think being a student, especially at Aveda, it prepares you to be by yourself in that chair because when you're by yourself, you, you have no help. You have nobody to really look to. You have nobody to come and, you know, fix a haircut if you accidentally do something wrong. Just puts you in that role and mindset of being the leader of yourself, being responsible for many different things. But yeah, the the transition was, for me, was fairly easy. Uh, just because I had already had a niche on cutting hair, I already had a little bit of experience before even going to school. So school just mm-hmm. pretty much tightened some stuff up for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not perfect. You know, I still got areas to work in, but ultimately the transition was real smooth for me. That's good to hear. I'm happy. Did you have any like training when you just went in or like how was like kind of the onboarding process? How long did it take you to just jump right in or how did that look? Uh, yeah, when I got to the shop, you know, I got my chair and I, I jumped right in. That you day, just you know, jumped right in. Just jumped right in. You know, you go over barbershop rules, blueprint and everything you need to know and probably was real nervous at first at this at this point I can't even remember if I was nervous or not but oh my probably. god I can <laughs> I can imagine yeah and it's like it's it's so different when you got your first client and your first walk-in because your first client is like you know you might already know this person might have did something to the hair before but that that walk-in you know you might you probably don't even know of them they just want a haircut so you know you look at that as like you know, let me make this first good impression so I can try to retain them mm-hmm. at that point. Definitely, definitely. How do you work with those, like, first guests? Like, what extra kind of steps need to be put in to make them a long-term guest of yours? Um, I would say with me, there's really no extra steps because I try to treat, you know, every client the same. So I would treat a client that I have for a year the same way I would treat a new client. They both get the same experience. They both get the same treatment. But how I usually retain clients is, you know, be myself, be courteous to them, courteous to their time, courteous to their needs, and just try to make sure they walk out of my chair with a smile on their face and appreciative of the the haircut I give them. So as long as they're happy, I'm happy. And when they're happy, they'll always come back. You know, Twist, if you had any advice for someone wanting to enroll in the Barbering program at you know, either Aveda IBW or Aveda Institute Madison, you know, what advice would you give them? My first piece of advice would probably be like, you know, just go for it. You know, don't think about it too much. If you can do it, go ahead and do it. You know, don't be afraid to take that leap, take a chance, take a risk. 
it'll all pay off in the end, especially if you, you know, you stay down and, and work on your craft. Just kind of ride the roller coaster until it ends. And in the end, it's always going to you know, prepare you for the best in life. What is something that you wish you would have known before beginning school? I wish I would have known that I was going to be doing more than cutting hair or learning about more than just cutting hair because, like I said before, it's a lot of different aspects that, you know, goes with cutting hair. And that includes, like, the, the sanitization and cleanliness of all your products. That's probably the important thing that I've learned with being in school is just learning how to, you know, keep your tools clean, keep your area clean, keep everything clean. And then along with that, uh, the physics of it, you know, um, foot placement is important. Hand placement on tools is important. Body language is important. Uh, you see a lot of barbers easily to get, you know, carpal tunnel and things like that. So I saw recently that you got your barber side certificate. How did that go? What was that process like getting that? Fairly easy. Um, with me, I've seen... I seen a few barbers on my Instagram feed with it and I'm like, you know, how are all these barbers getting it? Like, is it free? You know, what do I do? How do I do it? So I went to Google, you know, looked up Barberside's website and they were offering a free certificate just by taking the test. And the test was probably 10 to 15 questions, I believe. And you get your certificate right on the spot. It was free of charge just took me through a small little walkthrough of uh, how to keep your station clean, your tools clean, and how to make sure, you know, you stay safe and your clients stay safe at all times. Once you're done, they send you an email with a certificate, and, and that's it. It was real easy. No, I feel like a ton of people at the school did it at the same time. So that's really cool that they have those, you know, certificates and those steps to really, like, make sure that people know how to be sanitary and how to do these things. And it's so helpful along with the training and along with the schooling. All of the certificates kind of go together. So you took the state board. How did that go? Like, how was the exam? Like, scarier than you thought? Easier than you thought? I would say it's it's probably easier than, than most people think, especially when you have an instructor like Michelle to, you know, prepare you for those type of exams and stuff. It's it's so easy. You know, you, you're nervous at first about messing up on different things. But once you're in the room and you get started, it just comes to you quick. We've learned quite a bit about you and what is all kind of come into place for you to kind of get on this barbering journey. I think something that people might not know about you is that you were like a full-time college student at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, like at the same time you were doing this, um, yep. you know, when did that kind of come into like how did you how did one how does one even do it like i just want to know it's 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 not as easy as it may sound well it doesn't sound easy so so you know i just i think i just made it look easy but yeah i was still enrolled at oshkosh but for my degree they had gave me the choice to finish my degree out online so with that, I didn't have to, you know, travel to Oshkosh or be in Oshkosh to attend any classes in person. So when I chose to get my barber's license as well and go to school at Aveda, that really took place of me, you know, physically going to a class. So mm-hmm. the the hardest part about 
about it was probably, you know, having to do homework for two different schools. You know, in barber school, you're still doing homework. You still have to study. You yeah. have to stay up on your thing. So, yeah, I've, I've even caught myself, you know, in, in class for barber school doing homework for Oshkosh just to turn it in. So, I mean, you know, it, it can be done. I did it. I don't know. It's just probably one of my one of my biggest accomplishments, something I can really brag on because I don't know a lot of people that went to two schools at once and actually uh, succeeded at both. I think that's why it was worth mentioning and saying. How do you see your, you know, barbering life and your, you went for marketing, correct? Yes. How do you see those kind of working together? Well, yeah, I've already been, you know, putting everything into place. Um, with social media being as big as it is, while going to UW Oshkosh, I learned that social media marketing is probably the best marketing out right now. And it's, you know, pretty much free if you do it, if you do everything right. So with that, I just, I really just put barbering with my degree and market myself and market my own brand. And it's been working out. So like all those marketing strategies I've learned in school to prepare myself to go do it for a different business, I actually do it for my own. So it all works out. That's just like, that's so cool. I feel like it's got to give you a kind of a leg up when you think about just, I mean, not that everyone knows how to do social media at this point, but truly how to market yourself using social media. Like there's so many different ways to use the platform. So that's really cool that you kind of figured that out in that I just it's so it's admirable that you have both skills and I think that is definitely something to be proud of yeah thank you absolutely so it is five years from today imagine tell me where you're at where do you want to be what do you want to be doing five years from today let's see that puts me at puts me at 30 maybe no 29, almost 30, going on 30. Uh, see myself owning a shop. I see myself being a master barber, celebrity barber. I see my shop being one of the best shops in, in the city of Milwaukee. Really, hopefully, five years, I have everything put in place to where I can, can retire early around, you know, 35, 36, and just open up a few more shops and not even have to cut anymore, really, unless I, I really want to. You know, my mm-hmm. the the biggest thing I want to do is, you know, open up maybe two to three shops and, and really just do my rounds and make sure everything is moving properly and operating properly and only cut it, you know, if I have to. I mean, I, didn't, I enjoy cutting. I love it. But if I don't you want to be the boss. Yeah. Yeah. I, if this podcast is still going five years from now, we'll see. We'll see where that's at and we'll see where oh, your barber yeah. shop is. Oh, yeah. And and I'll definitely be in touch with the school, so. Good, good, good. So, Twist, do you have any kind of final thoughts or shout-outs that you want to include? I'd like to shout-out again the barbershop I work at, 7518 West Fond du Lac Avenue, Fresh Look B&B. You know, come check me out. Come check out the other barbers and stylists there. Shout-out to the whole Aveda staff. Everybody was great there. I love my time being there. Definitely going to look forward to, you know, coming back, maybe do some some guest education uh, or some different classes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really it. Uh, enjoy my time. You know, you, you can't go wrong with the Veda. We really enjoyed our time with you as well. No, it was super fun. And 
yeah, we'll definitely have to see you again. And we will be putting your barbering information in the description, tagging it. So definitely got to shout that out. Definitely got to spread the love there. I want you guys to follow Twist on Instagram at TwistTheBarber. Keep up with him. He's obviously going places in the next five years, so you better catch up now. You know, until next time, I hope you have a good rest of your day.